Okay, everybody, how is everybody today? This is your host, Rabbi Yosef Schwab from J-Root Radio, Wednesday at 4 o'clock. How is everybody today? As you see, there's no FM transmission on the 97.5. There is a technical difficulty with the radio transmission. We'll only be on the hotline on or on computers. You can still call me. You can call me here at uh, J-Root Radio. The name of the program is called Gigantic Little Secrets of the Torah, Niflot HaTorah. You, uh, there's no FM. There's, we have technical problems with FM radio transmission, but you can call us on our two hotlines, and then you can call in the regular number to talk to me if you're listening on the hotline, two hotlines, and on the computer. Our call-in number has always been the same, 718-683-5858. That's Sheva Chachmoneh, Sheshmoneh Shalosh, Chameshmoneh, Chameshmoneh. Now, at two hotlines, we have two of them this week, is like this. You ready for the hotline? I'll give you the hotlines. Woo! Here it is. 712, the old one. 432-4217. And 718-506-9099. That's 718-506-9099. Now, I know it's a little disturbing for people who turn on the 97.5 and hear nothing, but static, so we have a problem with the FM radio transmission. We hope to get it fixed. The only way you can listen to me now, uh, Rabbi Yosef Schwab on Gigantic Little Secrets, on J Root Radio is on the hotline, or on your computer, jrootradio.com. I'm going to ask you the, today the 16 gigantic little secret questions of the Seder night. Now, is everybody, I don't know how many listeners we have, instead of 5,000, maybe there's only 500 or maybe 100. But if you want to call me at our number right here, which is 718-683-5858, you have to be listening on the hotline. The hotline is... Two hotlines, and then you call me on the other. You have to have two phones, I guess, one for a hotline and one for calling. The hotline number, you can only listen on the hotline or online, computer, 712-432-4217 and 718-506-9099. You can only listen to us on the computer at uh, jrootradio.com. Mm, or on the hotline, 712-432-4217-718-506-9099. And um, as you know, the archives are not working because when I go to my archives, I have last year's program, so they didn't update the archives. Forget about that number. Okay, we're going to ask you now the uh, 16 gigantic little secret questions that you're supposed to ask at the Seder. We are doing our 96th Tishim Vashesh, 96th Shidor Chai, and it's still Shidor Chai. You can call me, except you can't hear it on 97.5 FM. We have a technical problem with that. You can hear us on the two hotlines and on the... um, Computer, the two hotlines are 712, you can listen to me, uh, you can call in, you have to listen to 712-432-4217 or 718-506-9099. You call me in, the, hot, the call in number is 718-683-5858. That's uh, 718 718-683-5858. Six eight three shesh moneh shalosh five eight five eight kamesh shmoneh kamesh moneh. That's the call in number. 
The listening number is on the hotline. The FM is not working. The hotline is 712-432-4217 or 718-506-9099 or jrootradio.com. Now, before we start the 16 gigantic little secret questions of the Seder night, we're going to tell you that, um, I, you know, I have about 380 videos on TorahAnytime.com. I'm not the only one. I think I must have one of the most amount of videos. Some people have 80, 40, 30, 100, 200. I got 380, 300. So they have a new thing on Torah Anytime now. You pick any speaker you want, and you push under their picture. It says follow. When you push follow, you automatically get an email whenever that particular speaker has given a new shear. You get on your computer, your iPad, an email message from Torah Anytime that that particular speaker has a brand new program that just came up. That's Torah Anytime follow. Right under the word is follow. That means it follows him. And as soon as they send you an email, you can go to your speaker that you follow on Torah Anytime. I guess they can do it on the text also. They can text you on your phone. Also, call Haloshim. If you know the number there, 718-395-5433. Um, uh, I got 2,761 recording. The last week have been about Pesach. The first part is about the parashah, and the last part of every shear the last week is about Pesach. And there I'd explain the gigantic little, the 16 gigantic little secret questions of the Seder night. Now I want to ask the engineer, do we have any callers yet? Oh, how do you like that? So people are listening. Okay, we can put them on because I didn't ask any questions yet, but maybe they want to ask me a question. Okay, on the first caller. Hello. Me? Yeah, yes. What is your first name? Yadis. Yehudis. How did you hear us? I listened after I called in. Oh, you mean uh, not on the radio? Right. You heard us on, um, online or on the hotline? No, I was listening. I called in and I could hear. Oh, very good. So they told you, right? Yeah. Um, you, 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 ask, ask you ask them why the FM is not working, right? What? You ask them why the FM is not working? No, I know, I know. Okay. Um, Anyhow, what would you like to say, even though I didn't ask any questions yet, what would you like to say? Can you ask me a question? Oh, sure. Listen, I'm going to ask you five questions, and you can answer any one you want. This is going to be on TorahAnytime.com. You go to Schwab. You push there, you'll see the 16 gigantic little secret questions of Seder night. Question number one. Why is there no May Melach salt water on the Seder plate? Number two. Why are there two Marars on the Seder plate? Number three. Why no mention of Moshe in the Haggadah? Number four, why don't we mention in Kiddush the name of the Yontif? Pesach is not in the Kiddush. And when you say Shemun Esra and Benching, it's not in Yalavayovo. Hmm. Next question. How come on Seder night, you don't have any bracha, shos, or nisim. That's the biggest nace that ever happened to us. Next question. What are the five mitzvos of the Seder? These are the six questions. Do you have any answers for them yet? Um, the one about Moshe and the Haggadah. Yeah, why is his name not mentioned? Is it because um, it wasn't Al Yudesh Liach? It wasn't what? It wasn't Al Yudesh Liach. Alvin Shmiya, no. What do you mean, Shmiya? was the biggest Navi that ever lived. No, it wasn't Al Yadeh Shliach. Oh, because it says in the Haggadah, the low Al Yadeh Liach, right? Yeah. You're 100% right. Could you tell me why? Why? What's wrong with Moshe? He's not a good Shliach. 
is. You're right. But why, Taka, you're right. But why is he not a good shliach? I don't know. Oh, you know why? I'm going to, what's your first name? What? What's your first name? Yehudas. Oh, Yehudas, I have to write that down. Yehudas, you know why? He is not uh, the shliach, because the last Maka, number 10, killed all the firstborns. Now, when the Shechina comes down to Mitzrayim, which it did, because it says, Ani Yosef B'Soch Mitzrayim, Hashem said, I'm coming down there. When the Shechina comes down, all evil disappears. Even it could make people alive. Shechina is very dangerous. Where if he comes into the Geisha homes, the firstborn die. Moshe Abeni used the uh, Shem, God's name, to uh, revive the people at Matan Torah. So Shechina is either revives Sadikim or kills Rishoyim. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu cannot do that. The last Maka, number 10, Maka Bechoros, that's what caused Pharaoh to send the people out of Mitzrayim. Not Moshe. He had nine Makas he brought Moshe. Very good, but that didn't cause Pharaoh to come running. Only the last one, because only Hashem can kill people in the same second. Thousands and thousands of people the same second died. Very good. You heard this? Uh, I... I don't want to let you go, but I want to ask first to ask the engineer if there's any more callers. No. Okay. You heard this? You called up. I'm going to ask you some more questions. Then I'm going to answer all the questions I ask you. I just asked you six questions. I'll go over them again. Why no Meimelach, salt water, on the Seder plate? It's part of the, the, the night, you know. I mean, you know, you dip the carpas in the salt water, so we have everything else on the Seder plate. Why not Meimelach? That was question number one. Number two, why two marors on the Seder plate? Number three, why no, we just said that, why no mention of Moshe in the Haggadah? We said that. Number four, why no mention of in the Kiddush of Pesach? Doesn't say Chag Pesach, does it? Or in Yalav Yavo at Bichas Amazon, all during those eight days, or in Shemun Esra, there's never, never says Chag Pesach ever. There must be a reason for that. Why no bracha of Shasanisim Lavosainu? Don't you think it's more important than Megillus Esther and Hadlokas Ner Hanukkah, where we do say that? Because if we wouldn't have got out of Mitzrayim, there wouldn't be a cloud Israel. Tell me, there's nothing bigger than that. So why don't you say Shasanisim? Next question. What are the five mitzvahs of the Seder? Now, before I go further, Yehudis, do you have any more answers? One minute. Right. No. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> okay, next question. Number seven. What's the difference between the Gadotol Vincha and the Mantisaper Ba'oznei Vincha? Number eight. Why is the Chazeres, the lettuce, the best of the five Marors, the Gemara says? It's not even bitter. Number nine. Do people who live in Eretz Yisrael also say in Lachmanya, Lashon Habob Aradi Yisrael? They're living there. The father was born there, the grandfather, the great grandfather, the great grandfather, living there 100 years, 200 years, 300 years. Do they say also on Seder night, Lashon Habob, next year, the Aradi Yisrael will be in the land of Israel? Do they say that? People who live there? And do they say, what we say in the Halach Manu, Hashto Avde, today we are slaves. Yehudas, you're not a slave, and nor am I. So how could you make something, say something that's not true? And the last question. If, do you know Hebrew a little bit, Yehudas? A little. Okay, you know a question, you would say, Lomo, Nishtane. Ma Nishtane is a statement. Like, Ma Noro Hamokom Hazeh. Oh, Mo. Well, why you say about me, Mo, Washem, no, no, Ma Bora, what's the word? Three things. Ma Nora Hamokamazeh, the other one is Ma Nora Hamokamazeh, Mo, what's the other one there? Ma Nora that's a statement Yaakov said. Okay. So why wouldn't you say Lomandishtana? Why is this night different? That's the question. Manora Hamokam is a statement. So I yeah, have right. an answer to 
Do the people in Eretz Yisrael say Halach Ma'anya? Yeah, tell me. Um, they do because they, we don't have the good. So but not. they're living in Eretz Yisrael, and instead, and you said They're living there even without a Mashiach. So how can so they make it's it? Not as kadosh as Eretz Yisrael will be. What'd you say? It's not as kadosh as Eretz Yisrael will be after Mashiach comes. Oh yeah, but how could they say Lashon Yisrael? But they're living there even if no Mashiach. How do you make a statement that sounds not emet? The Torah is always MS. But how can you say to a guy who's living there 100 years, Lashana Habo, his grandkids are there, his grandfather was there, Lashana Bob Aridi Israel. Didn't say nothing about Mashiach. How do you make a statement that sounds not Emmet? Lashana Habo Aridi Israel. The guys are living there already. How do you do that? And how can you say, and the next word is, Shato uh, Avdei. Today we are slaves. Next year we'll be B'nai Cohen. Hadassah, Yehudas, you're not a slave, nor am I. So how do you make a statement We're like that? We're slaves to, like, the, the governments and... You, the government, uh, yes, so. But uh, we're not slaves. There's no Jews on slaves over there. Pretty, pretty rich people. I mean, it's the richest country in the Middle East. So how do you say... Uh, Next year we'll be free. Oh, I don't think there's any slaves in Israel. Oh, Aaron, Yehudas, you listen to what, what I'm going to tell the next caller, because I don't want to take up the whole time with you, but aren't these good questions? Hello? Hello? Okay, aren't these good questions? Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to talk to the next person, and I'm going to give him some of the answers, because I can't give them all away right away. Okay, thank you for calling, uh, Yehudas. Let me speak to Aharon. Aharon, go ahead. Hello? Aharon, how did you hear? Questions? How did you listen to us if we're not on the radio? I didn't. I called on the phone line. And they told you where to go to the hotline, right? No, I, just, I heard that you were talking, so I called out. All right. What, would, what, answers, what questions would you like to answer? I, could you ask the question? I didn't hear them. Yeah, I have to ask you now the 16 gigantic little secret questions of the Seder night. Question number one. Um, why is there no May Melach on the Seder plate? Everything else is on the Seder plate. How come there's no salt water? Aaron, that's a good question, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, another question. When you think of you can interrupt me. Second question. Why are there two marors on the Seder plate? One is uh, horseradish and one is lettuce. Why do you have two? We don't have two carpasses, two chazeres. We don't have two zeroas. We don't have two betas. We don't have... How come we have two marors? Third question. Why no... Are you talking to me or am I talking no, to... No, uh, Are you listening? Yes. All right. Why no mention of Moshe in the Haggadah? He's a very important because man. we want to show that every, that Hashem um, is in charge of the whole world that He did the whole mess. Oh yeah, He brought them out of us. One hundred percent right. You're a very smart boy. Now the next question: Why no mention in the Kiddush when you make Kiddush the first coast? You never mention the word Chagapesach. How come? And when Yalav Yavo in Shmoneso, you never say Chagapesach. And Benching Birchat Hamazon, you never say. Chagapesach, the whole yontem. How come? Next question. Why don't you say a bracha of Shosanisim Lavosenu? That's a pretty big nace. Without the Tzias Mitzrayim, will be would be a bunch of slaves in Egypt. How come you don't say Shosanisim? Isn't that a, one of the biggest nisim that ever happened in the human in the in the, in the, in the world? That that the whole nation was saved one night, and you don't say Shosanisim Lavosenu. Last next question. What of the five mitzvos that we have to do on Seder night? Could you answer any of these questions? One of the five mitzvos of Seder night. Yeah, what are the five mitzvos of Seder night? Um, Seabrook is the same. One, that's number one. Um, Mother. That's another. Dollar cases. Right, another. Matzo. Right, and? Um, which uh, I'll tell you, two of the five are 
Miraisa. Which ones are from the Torah? Which two? Matzah. Matzah and? Um, cases? No, that's not Minat Torah. It doesn't say anywhere in the Torah to drink four cups. It does say you have to eat matzahs. What's the other mitzvah said in the Torah, mefurash, clear, that you must do that night? You have to eat matzahs. Um, oh, didn't say? Oh, Haggadah, right. So these are two derises. What are the three Rabbanons? Um, cases. Abacosis, and the third one. Um. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Shall I tell you? Right. Halil. Uh. Because, you see, if it's Rabbanon, it's only a remez somewhere the Chachamim figured out, a remez, but it doesn't say Mufurash, but it does say Be'er of Tochnu Matzos, and it says Lamante Saper Bosne Bincha. That is written. That's Mufurash in the Torah. The Rabbanon is, they t- took the four uh, Lashonas of Geula, and the said, they made a mitzvah called uh, Drink the Arbacosas. But it doesn't say in the Torah, you got to drink Arbacosas. It says, for Lashon Lashon Geula, the Tanoim, they said that for this, to remember the four Lashon Lashon Geula, we drink Arbacosas. Also, Maror, it says in the Torah, you have to eat the carbon Pesach with Maror. Well, there's no carbon Pesach today, so therefore there's no Maror, Midaraisa. Only Maror, Midarabonam. And uh, when Mashiach comes, the Maror will be a Daraisa. But he didn't come yet, so we don't eat carbon Pesach, and you have to eat the carbon Pesach with Maror. So there's no carbon Pesach, but so therefore the Maror you have, but it goes down one step to the Rabbonim. And the third thing is, Halil, because you're supposed to be very, very happy on the night of Yitzhia's Mitzrayim, so we say Halil. And, uh, and uh, we say Halil every Yantam, even on Hanukkah. Okay, Aaron, thank you so much for calling. Okay, Yehuda, you're here. Thank you so much for calling. Hello, Yehuda. Please give me, you ask me an easy question. Oh, should I ask you an easy question? Yes. How do you spell Pesach? Pay, 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 you pay, 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 Mem what? Hey. Mem hey got something in between. Mem. Mem Paddy. Hey. Very good. How old are you, Yehuda? Five. Five? Boy, are you a smart guy. Thank you so much, Yehuda. You're a smart guy. Tell your tati a lot of thanks. And your Revy, he's a good Revy, because he made you such a smart boy. Hashem made you a smart boy, but he's a good Revy. Okay, thank you so much. Who's the next caller? No more. Okay. Is Yehuda still on or not? No. Okay, let me tell you, Rabbi Sai, let me go on with the 16 gigantic little secret questions of the Seder night. Now, our call-in number is always the way it used to be, the same number. The call-in number is 718-683-5858. Our FM radio signal is not working today. There is a problem, technical problem, but you have to listen online, jrootradio.com, or you can listen to the hotline. We got two hotlines for you. Would you like to know the number of the hotline? Well, when you call in, they tell you that. The hotline is 712-432-4217, 712-432-4217, or the other one, 718-506-9099. That's the two hotlines the engineer tells you when you call in. If there's no one on the line, I'm going to explain to you all the 16 
gigantic little secret questions of the Seder night. I'm going to go through some more questions, then we're going to answer all of these questions. So we ask about mm, 10 of them already. You want number 11? Okay. If the mitzvah, the night before Pesach, is bedikas chometz, so why do we say in the bracha of bedikas chometz, al biur chometz? Why don't we say al bedikas chometz? That is a tremendous question. No one can figure this out unless you're a smart person. It's called bedikas chometz, but the the nusach of the bracha is bracha to Hashem lekein melcholam shekin shonu b'tosov zivanu al biur chametz biur you have to know what that means and bedika you know what that means to look for and biur means to clean it out if you find it so why don't we say al bedika chametz next question hmm. says and the Torah says. Only on the first day, Tashbisu, must you remove Sa'ar, Chametz, that means leaven, yeast, Mibotechem, from your house. And that's what the Torah says, but you know it's not true. You're not allowed to make a Bidikas Chametz when it's Pesach already. Well, if you find it, you cover it up. But you're not initially Lechatkila to remove it on the first day, Pesach. You got to do that a week before, a day before. Why would the Torah say, Ach, only on the first day? Tashbisu, must you remove Sa'ar, all kinds of Sa'ar from your house. You know it's Yontif already. Could anyone explain that? The next gigantic little secret question. When you get to those five Tanoim who are sitting around all night in B'nai Barak, why do you mention these five? There are thousands of Jews that sat up the whole night of Pesach after the Seder and talked about it because it's a mitzvah in the Torah to stay up all Seder night. There is no mitzvah to stay up on Shavuos night. It's a minhag. But everybody stays up on Shavuos night with eight cups of coffee until they can't even stand it anymore. Their head hits the table, they're half asleep, and they're making believe they're listening to the shir. But there's no mitzvah on Shavuos, uh, a minute, nice minute. But Seder night, it's a mitzvah. What happens after the Seder? Shoot straight to the bed. How come they do, they do it backwards? Seder night, you're supposed to make an effort to stay up all night, like these five tiny mice of Rabbi, what their names were, Rabbi Lazar, they stayed up all Seder night. All big tzaddikim stay up all Seder night. Why do you mention these five people? Anyone who knows that is a very big Talmud Chacham. Why do you mention these five Tanoim? Maizu, Rabbi Lezeb, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Lezeb and Azayah, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Tarfan, Shoy Musubim. They were leaning down, Bebenei Barak. Oh, what's the difference what city they're in? Bahoyim Mesapram, they're talking about Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, called Osu Halaylo, all night. Ad Shabot Talmideim, to Salmideim, the Talmideim came. They said, Rabbi, Rabbi Seinum, Akiva Zaman Kriya Shemash Shachas, the Mitzvah of Sipur is over. Now you have the Chiyuv of Kriyashma. So, what do you have to know about these five people? All Tzadikim did this. What, what's the Chiddush here? All Tzadikim did this. What's the, what's the big Chiddush? That's the Mitzvah. You have to stay up Seder night. What's the big Chiddush here? Oh, if anyone can answer that, you call this hotline. Well, call my call-in number. I want to talk to the Chacham out there who's listening. 718 718- 683-5858 is the call-in number. The hotline, because you can't hear it on FM 97.5 because there's a problem with the radio transmission. The hotline is 712-432-4217. That is 712-432-4217 or 718-506-9099. Or you can listen on computer online, but you can listen on the hotline. This is the questions I'm asking you. One of the gigantic 16 gigantic questions of Seder night is, 
what I just asked you. Why do you mention those five Tanoim who stayed up all night in B'nai Barak? The thousands of you didn't do that. Next question. Why do we have four Kosos to remind us of the Arab Lashon Nishal Geulo? Why not four Matzos or four dates, four figs, four olives, four pomegranates, four... Why did Ar Chachomim de Tanoim Chazal say wine? I could have picked something else. Why only wine will remember the Arba Lashon Nishal Geulo? Why? Why not four nice big matzahs? That's one. The next question. And we're getting to the last question. The last Rashi in Shalach that ends with Pashas of Tzitzis, you know, he says the eight Tzitzis that we have on every corner. You know why we have eight, says Rashi? Because on the eighth day of of uh, Pesach, the Egyptians drowned in the water, Hashem drowned them, and we say to Shiro, that's 100% not true, because everybody says it on the seventh day of Pesach. Is Rashi wrong? Of course not, but what does Rashi mean? We have eight strings, says the last Rashi, in Shalach, because on the eighth day we said Shiro. Not true. We every all over the world. They say it on the seventh day of Pesach because that's the way it is. There's no machlokus about that. So why does Rashi tell me something that's not true? Rashi didn't know what he was saying. Chas v'shalom. You mean it's a misprint in the Rashi? Chas v'shalom. What does Rashi mean when he says we have eight strings of tzitzit? Because on the eighth day we say the shira. Not true. <laughs> Hello. It's we do it on the seventh. These are well. There's one more question. With us, okay. You know what? I'm going to go to Shlomo now because I hear I have a ruach hakodesh. I someone told me from the <laughs> we have a caller called Shlomo. Shlomo, you go ahead. Hello, Shlomo, go ahead. You're on there. Hello. Shlomo? Yes, Shlomo, you're on there. Yeah, I'm on there. You are 100 percent on the air. Yeah, so first you, first you ask me a riddle, and I'll, uh, then I'll ask you a riddle. All right. Tell me why uh, the Rashi says in Shalach that we have eight tzitzes because of the fact we say the shiro on the eighth day, but that's not true. We say it on the seventh. That's a riddle. If you look in the Sifti Chachomim on Rashi over there, the Sifti Chachomim says that uh, Therefore... Therefore, they were redeemed at night. So it was since we normally say we normally say So that would make that would make seven days. Since since other way around, it makes eight days. But Rashi says we read. Listen, Rashi says we read it on the eighth day. Not true. We read it on the seventh. So that's simple. Push it. How can Rashi tell me we eat on the eighth day? When we read on the seventh day, that is a simple question. You answer that question, I'll think you're a chacham. We read it on the Shvi Shel Pesach, my friend, not on the yeah, eighth but we, day. Since you um, have you got a chumash in front of you? Huh? Have you got have you got a chumash in front of you? What's that? Have you got a chumash in front of you? I know, but why do we? But nobody in the world reads it on the eight day Pesach. It's not trying to do it. We do And there's you saw, they don't have eight days. Yeah, but uh, if you look over there in Rashi Alatoya, normal Chumash has got Sifsecha Chumim at the bottom. Yeah? My friend, uh, listen, Shlomo, there is no eighth day in Eretz Yisrael. How could Rashi make a statement like that? Doesn't exist. I'm telling you the answer. No, there's no answer. Why do we read it on the seventh, you and me? There is an answer. I'm about to tell you. No, your shul reads it on the seventh. How come yeah, Rashi that, says that's eight? true? So Pshat and Rashi is Yoim because by Yitzias Mitzrayim. Shlomo, it doesn't work. Rashi said we read it on the eighth day. Finished. We don't. 
Look at this and say, Chacham, No, no, Shlom, you explain to me. When you get to Shul this year, Shvi Shal Pesach, they're going to read the, uh, the so it means Rashi's wrong, right? Look at this Chachamim. He says the No, but, but you don't understand, Shlomo. In your Shul, they're going to lay it on the 7th. Yeah, because by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, um, we, we say, well, now we have Friday night, and then Shabbos. So first you have the night, and then we have the day. But by Yitzhiyas, by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, first you have the day, and then they have the night. That's the right. night, that's Friday right. night, eight days. Eight days. That's right, it's eight days. So in Friday Ocham, night is seven shop. days. But listen, in Eretz Yisrael, there's no eight day. Er, so how can Rashi say something is not true? In Eretz Yisrael, there's no eight day of Pesach. It doesn't exist. There doesn't exist an eight day of Pesach in Eretz Yisrael. doesn't exist. doesn't exist. eight days. I'm sorry, it doesn't yeah, exist. The eight day, we out. don't have in Eretz Yisrael an eight day of Pesach. It doesn't exist. How does Rashi say we read it on the eighth day? It doesn't exist the eighth day. It does exist. It's a simple, very simple wait question. Second. Wait a second. Hold yeah, on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, do we, you have another caller? David. David, go ahead. Hello? Go ahead, David. Could you ask me a question? Sure. How, what, uh, how do you spell Chomet? Ches Mam Tzadik. And how do you spell Matzah? Mam Tzadik. Do you know that both of those words both have a Mem and both have a uh, Tzadi? The only difference is one has a Hey and one has a Ches. You know that? Let yeah. me tell you now, David. Matzah is 135, and Chametz is 138. Could you tell me the three things, because eight is three more than five. Could you tell me the three things that Chametz has that Matzah does not have? If you answer that question, you deserve $100. I'm not saying I'm giving you $100, but you deserve $100. Chametz is 135 gematra. And uh, Matz is 135, and Chometz is 138. Three more. What are the three things that Chometz has that Matz does not have? What do you mean that Chometz does Because the, the, the gematria of uh, Chometz is three more than Matz. Tell me, what is it? Chometz has three things more than Matz. Um. Oh, and that's too hard for you. I'll ask you an easy question. What day of the month of Nisan does Pesach come out? Yedalad. Fourteenth, uh, right? Yeah. So how come we sit at the Seder on the fifteenth at night when we sit down? It's already uh, Tezvav. At night, uh, after Marav, it's a test of love. It's 15. Because, because, because we do that, the, the night full that is like, the uh, night starts, uh, the beginning of the day is night. You know, when you, Friday night, when you sit down for Kiddush, you know it's the seventh day already? Yeah. So when we sit down for the Kiddush on Seder night, it's already the 15th. Because the first day of Pesach is the 15th. So how could you say 14? Because the first day of Pesach, the next morning is the 15th, and the night starts it. Like Shabbos starts Friday night. The end of the sixth day is already the 15th. Is that It's the seventh day of the week. After Shkia, after at night, Friday night, it's not anymore Yom Shishi. At the end of Yom Shishi starts Shabbos. Same thing here. When you sit down by the Seder, it's 15. So how could you say it's the 14th? I want to tell you something, David. You're 100% right. You don't even know what you said. I'm going to tell you how smart you are. Pesach is on the 14th, and it's over at midnight. It's forbidden to eat carbon Pesach after midnight. The next seven days is called Chag HaMatzos. You're not allowed to eat the carbon Pesach after midnight. It's Asur Min HaTorah. 
So Pesach is one day. 12 o'clock lunch till 12 midnight is 12 hours of Pesach, not even a whole day. Pesach is 12 hours. Isser de Oraiso to eat the Korban Pesach after midnight. It's only 12 hours long. Then starts seven days of Chagamatzos. And that's why in Yalav you say Chagamatzos as there. In Kiddush, on Seder night, you never say Chag Pesach as Because it's over at night. At end of the 14th, going into 15th, uh, it's over. So Pesach is only 12 hours, and Chagamatzos is seven days, and we have it in Chutz is eight days. So you're a very smart guy, David. What yeshiva you go to? The cheder. Ooh, a cheder. What what cheder is that? It, it's um, like it's like it's on top of a terrace Oh, you know what? You can are you can tell you the answer to my first question. Chomet, if you add up the numbers, is 138, the gematria, because Ches is 8, and Mem is 40, and Sadi is 90, 138. Matz is only 135, so 138 is 3 more than Chomet, uh, Matzah. You know why? I'm going to tell you three things that Chomet has that the Matzah doesn't have. Number one, when you have a piece of bread or a roll, it's soft, it has moisture, it has water in it. The matzah has no water at all. It's all dehydrated, baked as dry as a piece of paper. Number two, it has time. You can let the batter rise for 18 minutes. Matzah doesn't have that. You have to uh, bake it before 18 minutes. It doesn't have any time. And the third thing is, chametz has yeast. Saar, it makes it rise. Matzah is not allowed to have yeast. So the three things extra in chametz is, Time, water, and yeast. Matzah has no time, only a few seconds. They bake it in 15 seconds. And no water, totally dehydrated when they put it in the oven. And no yeast, that's why it didn't rise. Now you are a very smart boy, David. You know that the gematria of Chomets is 138. The gematria yes. of Matzah is 135. And 35 and 138 is three difference. And Chometz has three things that Chometz doesn't have, time and water and yeast. Thank you for calling. Who's the next caller? David. David, you're on the air. Go ahead, David. Yes. Go ahead, David. Yeah, I'm always helping, yeah. Go ahead, David. Yeah, get scored, please. No more. No more. Uh, David, you're on the air. All right, you're on the air, David. David, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, David, you're on Hello? there. Hello, David. Hello? Hello? Okay, cut him off. Who else you have? Anybody else? Hello? Anybody? Hello? No more. Okay. Rabbi Sai, let me give you the answers to the 16 gigantic little secret questions of the Seder night. Are you ready for the answers? Here we go. Why no may melach? Why no salt water on the Seder plate? Do you know why? Pashut. Because everything on the Seder plate has a bracha. You eat it. The carbon Pesach they used to eat. Korban Chagiga. The Chazeris is apples and nuts. The, uh, I mean, the Chorosis is apples and nuts. The carpas is adomo, uh, the lettuce is adomo, uh, the tamchui, the horseradish, is adomo. But salt water has no bracha. You know, man, even during the year, you drink salt water, it has no bracha. No one drinks salt water. People dip into salt water. No one drinks it. But you could eat haroses, no question. It's apples and nuts. It's very nice. Maybe it's a eighth sap, because most of it is apples. You make a bracha on ha- on charoses or uh, lettuce or meat, carbon pesach or um, but salt water has no it's, my it, may melech no one drinks it no bracha even if you drank it you wouldn't make a bracha suppose you're a hungry guy and you eat grass from the field you make no bracha suppose you go and eat a raw potato zero bracha suppose you ate uh, 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 um. Uh, drank a, bo- a glass of vinegar, no bracha. What about if you drank olive oil, no bracha? Because people don't do those things. One out of a million does it, so that's nothing. We go bus a row. Majority of people don't 
drink those things. No one eats raw potatoes. Okay, therefore, Meimelech is not a mashke. It's not a drink. It's not a food. Number two, why two marors on the Seder plate? You know why? The first one, the very, very bitter one, that Tom Khoibi calls horseradish, that's really bitter. That reminds us of the bitter work we had to do. They beat us up. They beat us up. We were bleeding, and they hurt us, and they broke our bones. That's the horseradish. You know, the second one, chazeres, which is lettuce, and the Yerushalmi says there's five types of maror. The very best one to use is chazeres. Now, how could you say that? It's not bitter at all. In fact, it's very geschmack. You put it on every lettuce and tomato sandwich, egg sandwich, uh, tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> What's bitter with chazeres? Now I'm going to tell you the gigantic little secret of the Torah. There's two types of bitterness in life. One comes immediate. You have an operation. You fall down and break a bone. You lost your money. Somebody died. That's very bitter. There's another kind of bitterness that starts out very sweet, and it ends up very bad. You know what it's called? Assimilation. You give up this men hug and that men hug and that men hug and that men hug, and then comes a mitzvah you give up, and then another mitzvah, and then another mitzvah, and you don't daven with a minion, but you daven, and then you do a veros, and then you get friendly with the umos ha'olam, and you socialize with them, and eventually your children or your grandchildren marry them, and the grandkids are goyim. And when you're 90 years old, you had a bitter life because no one's going to say Kaddish for you. And there's no future for you. You're finished. Life is very bitter. It's geschmack in the beginning. Everybody likes you. You gave up the Torah. And you're the friend. Your guys, your friends love you. But eventually, eventually, they're going to kill you. Because in, in, in Germany, the Jews were the richest people in the country. They owned all the businesses. What happened? I don't have to tell you. And 500 years in Spain, the Jews were the most powerful, wealthy people. What happened? They say you have to leave the country on Tisha B'Av, 1492, or we'll kill you. And so is in every country. The friendlier you get, the worse they treat you at the end. Because it says you have to treat a guy with greatest respect. Gazel Akum is also, you're not allowed to cheat a penny from them. You're not allowed to lie to them. You have to respect them, give them kavod, have a neshama. But you not socialize with them. Al tismach Yisrael begil kamin, b'chukoseim lo seilechu. You're very friendly and respectful. You don't make fun of them. And you treat them with the greatest kavod, and they treat you right. But once you want to mingle, it's called hashlovo. You intermarry with them. It ends up very bitter. That means your grandkids are not going to be Jews. You destroyed the link from Sinai. You broke the chain. That's very bitter. And it starts out so nice. You gave up the Torah, that old-fashioned Torah. They, because you think it's now you have to be modern. And look what happened to those Jews who got very friendly with the Goyim. Look what happened in Germany and Spain and a few other countries. That takes care of the second moron. Third question, why no mention of Moshe Rabbeinu and Haggadah? We said that because after nine Makos, Pharaoh didn't let him out. But Hashem brought the tenth Mako, Makos Bechoros. He says, get out, get out, get out tonight. You and your wives and your kids, all the cattle, take all the money. Get out of here. They said, no, we'll leave in the morning. We've been here 210 years. We don't go at night. We go in the sunrise. We're not going to them. And Hashem Shechina came down to them in Mitzrayim, and killed all the firstborn in the Goisha house, or the oldest one, or the oldest animal. But every Jewish home, there wasn't one dead body. So Hashem made the Geula, and it says in Haggadah, Ani velo hasholiach. Me and not the Shliach. That means to say Moshe is not involved at all in the Geula. That's why his name is not mentioned. We have another caller. Yeah, who's the caller? Hello. Hello? Hello, what's your name? Yehuda. Yehuda, go ahead. What would you like to answer? Could you ask me a question? Sure. 
Why isn't Moshe's name mentioned anywhere in the Haggadah? Because Hashem wanted to show that that He was really doing it and not anyone else. Not Moshe. Why don't you give Moshe the credit? He's a nice man. Because really, Moshe's a big tzaddik. The biggest tzaddik in the world. How come he doesn't get credit? He, he worked. He told Pharaoh about the nine makos. He told him about the ten makos, in fact. But why don't you give Moshe a little credit? Because it was really Hashem that was doing it all. You're 100% right. It was Hashem. You have to talk into the phone. I can't hear you. Hello? Hello? You talk into the phone, and you, have to, you can't mumble to yourself. I've got to hear you. And all those thousands of people listening has to hear you. So, you mean, Moshe Rabbeinu really didn't do it. It was Hashem, right? Yeah. Very good, Yehuda. You're very smart. I'm going to ask you one more question. Why don't we say Al-Hanisim that night of the Seder? Isn't that the biggest nace that ever happened? You see us, Mitzrayim? We say about it every night, so every day in Shema, so... What do we say in Shema? Yes, yeah, so why don't you say Shosanisim? You say it on Hanukkah when you light the menorah, and you say it on Purim when you read the Megillah. What's wrong with say tonight? I don't know. I'll tell you the answer. You want to know? Yeah. Okay. The Haggadah is Al Hanisim because the Haggadah starts with the first coast. It says. Uh, every Kiddush starts like that. And it ends with, right before you eat the matzah tomorrow, the Haggadah ends with, God saved the Jewish people. So the Haggadah starts with a, a Kiddush, which is, it says, that's, that's, that's talking about the Nisim. And it ends with, that is the, just like Al Hanisim, it's called Haggadah. And that is the, and Seder night, Alanisim takes a form uh, of uh, Haggadah. That's all it's talking about for two hours, all about how Hashem saved us by Nisim. Okay, very good, Dovah. Thank you for calling. Who's next? Hello. Who's next? Hello. Hello, what's your name? Ariella. Eliyahu? Ariella. Ayelet. Oh, go ahead, Ayelet. Um, um. Can you ask me a question? Sure. When is Pesach? Next month or n- tonight? Next month or tonight? Um, <laughs> when is Pesach coming up? Um, almost. <laughs> almost. You're right. How many days? Um, Two days? Three days? Four days? Five days? Six days? What's today? April what? Today is Wednesday. Oh, so, um... I'm going to ask you an easy question. What's the Yontif after Pesach? Shavuos. How many weeks between Pesach and Shavuos? I don't know. Oh, how old are you? Um, eight. Eight years old? Do you count as Sphira? Yeah. How many days do you count? I don't know. Well, okay, let me tell you. You count 49 days, and in 49 days you have seven weeks. So from Pesach to Shavuos, when the Sphira ends, it's 49 days, seven weeks, almost two months. So from Pesach to Shavuos is seven weeks, and the Shavuos, Pesach, Hashem took our bodies out of Mitzrayim, and on Shavuos, He took our Neshama out of Mitzrayim. He gave us a Torah. And we were free. We didn't have a Torah for seven weeks. We had no slavery, but no Torah. We were just free people. But you just can't be free to do what you want. You have to be free in order to do what Hashem wants. So he gave us a Torah. And how many, what day of the week did Hashem give us the Torah? Was it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Shabbos? Shabbos. Shabbos is right. How did you get so smart, Ayelet? Woo! You know what Ayelet means? No. Ayel is a ram. That's a male sheep. A, ma- a man sheep. Ayelet 
is a female sheep. Ayil is a ram, which is an adult male uh, sheep. Ayalet is a female uh, um, sheep. So Ayalet, you must run very fast because it says in the Torah, person with the name Ayalet runs very fast. Okay, thank you so much for calling, Ayalet. Thank you. You're welcome. Who's next? Yeah, what's your name? No more. No more. All right, let me finish asking. We have three, we have three minutes, Obotai. Let me finish uh, giving you all the answers. So, um, why no bracha? Also, Nisim, but there is a bracha. It's called the Haggadah. It starts with the bracha uh, by Kiddush, ends with Baruch Hashem, Goal Yisrael. Now, what are the five mitzvahs of Seder? We said that already. Two, the rice, and three, Rabbonim. Uh, what are the differences between Vigadah Tolvincha and Amat Tisapra Bosnimincham? Vigadah Tolvincha is to a simple child. He doesn't even know enough to ask. You tell him. He doesn't know much. That's a chokham. Sipur means you tell all the details, all the pratim, because a sofer counts one, two, three, four, five. And the laws of carbon Pesach are 62 different dinim. A chokham son, you tell him all the details. A plain pashita person, you just tell him generally. Tonight is the 15th of Nisan. Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. He said we should drink the four kosos and the four itamatsa, and that's what we're doing. That's all he can understand. But when you get a chokham son, sipur, you tell him all the pratim, all the dealing, all the details. Next thing, um, what's the chazer? Why is the chazer the best of all the morors? Because you I go back to the, what I said before. Chazer is, is not even bitter. But it's in the beginning, you chew it, and you chew it, and you chew it. After one minute, it's like paper. Right, lettuce? If you don't swallow it, it's like paper. Life becomes meaningless without Talmud Torah, without learning Torah. It has no feeling. It's tasteless. Uh, next one. Um, why, how, how do people who live in Eretz Yisrael say, Lashon HaBob Eretz Yisrael, next year we'll be in Israel. They're living already. Answer. Nobody in the world is living in, in Eretz Yisrael. You know that? Oh, they live in Israel. They're not living in Eretz Yisrael. You know what Eretz Yisrael means? When there's a Melech, one man, not a Knesset, a Navi, a Sanhedrin, everything is according to the Torah. That's called Eretz Yisrael, the holy country, not a democracy. That's a wonderful thing for Goyim. It's not, Eretz Yisrael is not a government of the people, by the people, for the people. It's of Hashem, for Hashem, and by Hashem. So therefore, we're waiting for Melech HaMashiach and run according to the Torah. And how can you say, today we are slaves, next year we'll be free. That's right. You know why? Your 90% of Yidin don't learn Torah, and Eina ben Choren, you're not a free man until you learn Torah. That's why we're not free, we're slaves. And the next question is, why Manishtana? It should be Lomanishtanam. Answer is, Manishtana. How different is tonight? It's not a question, it's a statement. Look at this. Every night I can eat any vegetable I want. Tonight I've got to eat this kind of vegetable. Why are you making a big deal about nothing? Every night I can lay down, sit up. This night I have, this night I have to sit, leaning dafka to the left, not to the right. And every night I can eat cakes and crackers and matzah and hummus. Tonight, only this flat cracker called a matzah. Oh, every other night I can dip, I put ketchup on it, I can put salt, I can put mustard. Mm, tonight, I must dip in salt water exactly two times. Why are you making such a big deal about nothing? That's what the kid said. Manishtan, look how different it is. On the first night of, say, uh, of sukkahs, you, then you should ask, why are you sitting outside? That's a good question. Everybody sits inside. Why are you going outside? Say tonight, you're not doing anything different. You eat vegetables, this kind of vegetable. You, you sit, got to sit like this. Make Kiddush four times. Means why, Tati, are you making a big deal about nothing? Answer is, on Seder night, you have to consider like you're going out of Mitzrayim 3,000 years ago in the year 2448, and you have to feel it. And if that's the, what happened in the year 2448 on the night of the 15th, then the Shechina just came into your house and protected you against the Malachamodos. 
That's why you make a big deal about everything. When you invite the boss to your house you want to raise, you give him the best chair and the best tablecloth and all the carpet is, you know, vacuumed and the, and the walls are painted and the brake fun, all the lights work and everything is perfect and the meat is the best meat. You don't give him hot dogs, you give him steak, which means the boss is there. When the shechina is there, you make a big deal about every little thing. That's why the kid said, my Nishana, how different is tonight? Look at this. I have to eat this kind of vegetable, sit like this, make Yiddish four times. That because the boss is there. Hashem is there. That's why. Okay, the next thing. Uh, oh, are we, do we still have time, engineer? Hello? Hello? We still have time? Okay, everybody, I wish you a Chag, Kosher Vesameach, and let's hope that Mashiach comes right away on Saturday night. Thank you, sir. Yeah.